As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today, we're going to do a deep dive on essential fatty acids, specifically omega-3s, with a view towards supplementation options. Uh, Our guest is an expert on the subject. He's a PhD, John Trope, who is Chief Science and Regulatory Officer for Vital Nutrients. Vital Nutrients makes uh, a very, very comprehensive line of omega-3 supplements, uh, various dose forms, uh, big pills, small pills, uh, liquids, uh, children's versions, uh, good tasting versions. Uh, But they also have a very interesting vegan omega option. And we're going to talk about the difference between uh, fish oil derived uh, omega-3s versus the vegan variety. So welcome, uh, Dr. Trope. Thanks for joining us today on Intelligent Medicine. Yeah, great. It's great to be here with you today. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Uh, okay, so uh, you know, let's uh, you know frame the issue. You know, first of all, uh, there's lots and lots of science uh, that supports the use of omega three uh, supplementation. Uh, can you give us a little bit of a primer on on you know what the potential health benefits are? Yeah, so the omega three system is is really very important uh, to us, um, and primarily. Uh, it's part of what's called the icanozoid system, but the reason why that's important is that it is part of what's considered to be the immune cascade, and it powers our ability to have a healthy immune response. So if we're uh, deficient in the availability of those omega-3s, our immune system won't respond as effectively or as quickly as it needs to be. And so there lies the the most important component. I might also add the omega-3 system is also an important precursor to the endocannabinoid system. So it plays a really very important role, and that's why they're considered essential uh, fatty acids. Right, and and that brings up the potential for them to have a a food-mood connection, uh, that they may have beneficial uh, mood effects uh, in certain health conditions. Uh, So... uh, Right. When we talk about the immune system, you know, everybody talks about boosting immunity, boosting immunity, boosting immunity, uh, ad infinitum. And but it really seems to me that, you know, what we need is is a balanced immune response because the people that are going down the tubes with uh, severe covid, they actually have an over exuberant immune response. Uh, can you can you talk about 
how omega-3 fatty acids have sort of a, a homeostatic effect on, on immunity or an adaptogenic effect. In other words, uh, they don't uh, 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 bring up immunity uh, in a way that can threaten uh, uh, some right. sort of uh, cytokine storm. Right, right. No, exactly. So so that's what's really important about the uh, echinozoid uh, system, that it creates the balance of the underlying system that's really important to staying staying healthy. And so, you know, the recommended uh, intake as an example of omega-3s should be, especially as a ratio to omega-6s, really should be somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 3 to 1. What's really happening is the American diet results in a ratio of something like as high as 18 to 1 omega-6s to 3s. And so that creates an imbalance in the ability to maintain a healthy immune system or the immune cascade. And so when you add to that knowledge the fact that most people are probably uh, deficient in the availability of omega-3s and dietary studies have shown that most people are probably consuming anywhere from 300 to 600 milligrams less of omega-3s than they ought to be, it creates an imbalance in the system. So the activation of the immune system is hindered or the ability to activate, you know, the macrophages, which are the workhorses of the immune system, uh, are, are less optimal. And so it opens up to the, to the issue of things that you just talked about, cytokine storms, but it's now, the system is now unable to resolve the inflammatory insult of the production of these cytokines. And that's an important word, uh, resolve, because uh, today we're going to talk about uh, things called uh, SPMs, uh, specific pro-resolving mediators. Uh, and it, it turns out that uh, that's an, an ingredient. It's kind of a unique formulation uh, in your uh, vegan alternative for omega-3s. Can, can, you, can you explain what right. the SPMs are? Because uh, yeah. I think they're kind of like the new kid on the block when it comes to uh, supplements that work on the eicosanoid pathways. Yeah, so the omega-3s, and in particular uh, DHA, uh, is broken down to create these intermediate metabolites. And it's these intermediate metabolites that are called resolvins or specialized pro-resolving mediators that are actually responsible for the activation of the immune system. And so it's important then that we take adequate intake of omega-3s so they can then convert to these intermediate metabolites and that really creates a healthy uh, immune system response that allows the body to completely resolve an inflammatory insult. And and so are SPMs merely a, a breakdown product of the traditional omega-3s that we take, EPA and DHA? Or are there ways to uh, supplement with SPMs or precursors of SPMs that will yeah. deliver higher efficacy? Yeah, so, so actually both, right? So the omega-3 system, um, kind of endogenous to the body, will produce these intermediate metabolites. But because most people are, are uh, taking inadequate levels of omega-3s, by supplementing with these resolvents, it's then possible, if you will, to jumpstart or activate the system more effectively. And so with, in clinical studies, we, we've shown that with supplementation of these SPMs, we can measure a pretty fast, uh, increase in serum levels of these resolvents, and at the same time, 
We can also measure a rapid activation of the macrophage or the immune system so that the resolution process can actually take place. So uh, it's, it's a word that's sort of rich in its connotations. What are some of the things that resolvins uh, resolve? They're uh, pro-resolving mediators are specific yeah. pro-resolving mediators. And so yeah. is their effect uh, ubiquitous within the body? Are there a lot of systems that they impact? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, so it is uh, ubiquitous, and it, and it affects all the underlying systems where inflammation uh, is, is problematic. So, you know, when you think about the um, inflammatory response in the body, it, it's actually a good thing, right? So if people get injured or, or they have a chronic underlying you know, health issue, the body tries to heal itself by causing an, infl- uh, an inflamed reaction, or which is the same as activation of the immune system. But what happens is that initiation phase, which is is healthy, if it's allowed to progress because of underlying problems or an unbalanced omega-3 system, then inflammation will gradually progress. And that progression will lead to hyperinflammation, and hyperinflammation will lead to the development of chronic uh, health conditions. So it's really important that these resolvents are allowed to work in the body so they can resolve this underlying inflammation. So it's across the body, the cardiovascular system, uh, through coronary artery disease is probably the best example of inflammation in that system. The central nervous system can become inflamed and and that results into uh, poor functionality of the central nervous system or even to the uh, uh, development of mild cognitive impairment. So virtually every system in the body is susceptible to an inflammatory response and resolvents help reduce that level of inflammation and return to a state of true balance and homeostasis. So, so we're well aware of uh, fish oil as a, a nutritional supplement, and uh, Vital Nutrients has a really nice selection of, of fish oil products uh, that uh, suit different needs. You know, some people can swallow those, you know, big, big gel caps, no problem. No fish oil burp. Uh, other people require smaller capsules. Uh, some uh, people require liquids. Other people hate the taste, you know, of liquids, so they prefer the capsules. So it's kind of individualized when it comes to fish oil. Uh, but then there's a category of people who are either uh, dyed in the wool vegans. They don't want anything from uh, animal sources. Uh, ethical vegans. Uh, then there are people who, you know, like a patient that I saw the other day. Uh, he's very allergic to fish. And uh, he's concerned about shellfish, so krill is not an option for him because that's from a crustacean. It's actually a little tight, almost looks like a itsy bitsy tiny shrimp, you know, krill. So that's that's not good because he's allergic to shellfish. Um, so I suggested a, a, a vegan option to him. And then there's another category of people who, no matter what kind of fish oil they take, they always get that annoying fish oil burping. So they're looking for a vegan option. Does that kind of cover the ground in terms of who might want to access? Uh, vital nutrients, vegan omega option. Yeah, definitely. And, and the other the other example that I might uh, also offer is that there's a range of of uh, users, patients, and consumers that are looking at specific levels of uh, DHA and the omega three fatty acids, or even EPA. So we offer a range of concentrations of the omega three fatty acids, from you know as low as about three hundred milligrams of the omega three fatty acids. To as high as uh, 1,200 milligrams. 
uh, in fish oil. And then our vegan option also allows uh, uh, almost 400 milligrams ex- exclusive DHA as a fatty acid for uh, people interested in a natural alternative to fish oil and really a cleaner, a cleaner alternative to fish oil since, you know, these algal oils um, don't have heavy metals uh, that, you know, fish oils sometimes um, is a concern about. Indeed. Yeah, so the, the, the source is algae, uh, but, you know, the secret sauce in Vital Nutrients Vegan Omega Option is that uh, there's some add-ons. Uh, there's not just DHA. DHA, as we know, is, is very helpful for uh, the brain. It's uh, necessary for development of the senses in infants. That's why they put DHA in formula. I mean, was, America, I think, was one of the last countries in the industrialized world who recognized that it's essential to give some DHA in an infant formula for proper uh, eye and sense and brain development. And uh, so DHA uh, is usually the main thing that is in or maybe the, the only thing that's in algae sourced omega-3s. Uh, what's in the vital nutrients? So uh, our uh, vegan algal oil has uh, specifically 390 milligrams of uh, DHA, and then it has uh, another 400 micrograms of these specialized pro-resolving mediators. Now, as you mentioned, the secret sauce, if you will, of uh, fish oil, the thing that really makes fish oil or omega-3 oils or algal oils work is their conversion of these omega-3 fatty acids into resolvents. And so generally, uh, it's been estimated that anywhere from 40 to 50% of patients taking omega-3s can't convert the omega-3 fatty acids into resolvents. Mm. And so they may not have the same outcome or the improvement that, that they would hope for. And that's why it's important in, in these uh, vegan oils, alcohol oils, is that we provide a high concentration of these specialized pro-resolvents so that omega-3 fatty acids that are available from these alcohols can be effective for those patients. So you, you kind of jump to the the business end of the omega-3s, uh, you know, so as, as kind of an ad insurance policy uh, in case there's not complete conversion to the, the, the stuff that really does the job at the cellular level. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's really important. Um, you know, so a lot of people may not be able to convert, um, DHA, for, for example, in, into these intermediate metabolites. And that's why an endogenous source through supplementation can really be important for those, for those patients. So the other, the other thing that I think is a benefit into these vegan, uh, algal oils is, is that, uh, we also provide, um, as I mentioned, a high concentration of DHA, and they're in the triacylglycerol form, not the ethyl ester form. Mm-hmm. And so I think most people uh, would know that triacylglycerol forms of these omega-3 fatty acids are considered to be more bioavailable and more effective than the ethyl ester forms. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, many of the prescription forms of omega-3 are the uh, uh, ethyl ester, uh, and that, I guess, because right. maybe there's a patent on that process or, you know, something that is uh, particular to the pharmaceutical industry that uh, allows them to use that technology. But uh, most uh, natural supplement manufacturers prefer to use the triglyceride form because it more resembles the way we obtain omega-3s from nature, from fish and from other sources, right? Right. 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. Um, and so that's the nice thing about especially these algal oils is, is that you don't have to worry about one or the other, but you can have the confidence to know that you're getting the most bioavailable form. So for the sake of argument, you know, uh, I was once a vegan, and the way that I obtained my uh, omega-3s, I probably was, uh, you know, deficient in omega-3s, uh, but uh, I was under the impression that by taking uh, flaxseed oil, which contains a vegan omega-3, which is alpha-linolenic acid, ALA, uh, that I was going to supply all my needs, and that I didn't need to take any fish-derived or algae-derived products to to get my quotient of omega threes so of the the active forms EPA and DHA, so uh, is is that an effective strategy for most people? Um, you know, with the algal oils as 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 an alternative choice now, then you don't have to worry about that because in the echinozoid pathway, you know, which is the pathway that breaks down these omega three fatty acids, you know, there there are probably three or four major breakdown pathways to create these intermediates. And so what's really important is that if you have a choice, rather than say flax oil, uh, you don't want to take fish oil, you know, an algal oil derived um, omega-3 fatty acid could be really the most effective option for you to create the best balance and to achieve overall homeostasis uh, for these underlying systems. So, uh, but it appears that, and there's, there's, a, there's a gene that's responsible for this, for converting uh, it's a chain elongation step, if my biochemistry serves me right. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, where uh, you convert the ALA to EPA and then potentially DHA. Uh, am I right there? But there, there's some, there's a glitch that some yeah. people have that a fairly high percentage of people have where they can't make that conversion. The, the ALA stays put yeah. and they don't get the EPA and DHA, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um and and part of that part of that limitation is some people can't can't uh, break down these compounds because of the COX two or the LOX five enzyme systems where they may be deficient and so they just can't convert and that's why I suggested uh, earlier when we were talking that about forty to fifty percent of of the uh, population can't convert these DHAs and that's very very much what you just described there and that's that's what's happening so you got to find a way around that. And by providing these endogenous sources of these resolvents, you've got the secret sauce of, and the reason why omega-3 fatty acids actually work and can have the important benefits they do uh, to our um, health systems, our bodies. So, so EPA, however, is is not in that uh, vital nutrients vegan omega option. It's DHA uh, and some metabolites of uh, DHA, uh, specifically deep. PA, if I kept the pronunciation correctly, it's docosapentaenoic acid, a lesser known omega fatty acid. Uh, and so is, is that a drawback to taking the vegan, uh, formula or do you compensate for it with the SPM component? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's a drawback. And there are a couple of reasons of, of why I think that's the case. So, so first of all, DHA is probably the most important omega three fatty acid when it comes to specifically the immune cascade as it has an effect on an inflammatory response. Most of the studies with EPA are really for cardiovascular health or triglyceride lowering. DHA, I think, is a, is, a, is a more important utility player that affects more systems, the central nervous system, the digestive system, the cardiovascular system, uh, and so forth. 
and and the body has very specific receptors to the predominance of DHA derived metabolites versus EPA, and so that's an advantage of of DHA. Now the algae oil that we're using is derived from a species or a strain of algae, if you will, that's specific to DHA. So that's true. We we don't have EPA, but our target is for underlying. Uh, inflammation as a benefit rather than for, say, triglyceride lowering or cardiovascular health in general. So if you're looking for a solution to help create this homeostatic balance for a healthier immune response and to resolve inflammation, then it, it shouldn't be a concern and you've got the best product that's available. Right. It, it turns out that the only FDA-approved claim, uh, actually, there may be a, a new one now for, for heart protection, uh, for for uh, fish oil formulations, specifically the pharmaceutical ones, the prescription ones, is for lowering triglycerides. And right. so uh, is it necessary to get EPA to lower your triglycerides, or are you going to get that from the vegan form? Uh, well, th so the other omega-3 fatty acid that's in the, in the um, algal oil that we have is called DPA. And DPA has been considered to be able to convert back and forth to DHA and EPA. Oh, okay. So by taking, so by taking DPA in, in this algal oil, uh, it's also supporting the, the, the formation or the creation of EPA to a certain degree. But in terms of providing an exogenous uh, source where these oils don't typically provide EPA. Okay. So, uh, so that's interesting. So, so in effect, you, by sort of a back channel metabolism, uh, you can get some of the benefits of EPA, even from a vegan yeah. uh, supplement. That, that's, right. that's very interesting. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. You've laid right. the groundwork for our discussion in part two. I want to talk more broadly about uh, the benefits of uh, omega three fatty acid supplementation. You're an expert. Uh, Dr. John Trope is a PhD chief science and regulatory officer for Vital Nutrients, and they have a wide range of omega-3 supplements, uh, including a great vegan alternative for those uh, who want to source that. Uh, for more information at order, you can call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. There's no M on it. It's vitalnutrients.co. Uh, vitalnutrients dot co to uh, look at the vital nutrients uh full line of ultra pure omega-3 solutions and in a moment back to today's guest dr john trope i'm dr ronald hoffman and this is the intelligent medicine podcast